Good morning, good afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, whenever you are tuning in. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to episode number eight. That's right, number eight. Yes, oh, welcome back. Talk. Brian, we're back. It's we're been back. What, about a week now. Oh my goodness. About like, a week, it's yeah. Crazy, yep. man. You know, I'm sure people at are uh people at home are Finally excited to see our beautiful faces. As I <laughs> hope so. I don't know how beautiful I am, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man, it's it's finally good to, to be back. It's been literally, I think, a week. So, but yeah, man, uh, it's finally, you know, we got a lot of content coming uh, coming up soon. We got the Royal Rumble uh, next Saturday, January 28th. We got mm-hmm. the Raw 30-year anniversary coming up um, this coming Monday, man. So, um, yeah, man, lots to talk about, lots of content uh, coming up for you guys, man. A lot of things going on in the professional wrestling world. Obviously, there's the whole selling yeah. process with WWE, and uh, obviously, we'll get all into that when the time comes. But today is Thursday, guys, so that uh, today is an AEW Dynamite review day. So we will be covering Dynamite from last night. That was January 18th, 2023. But before we get into that, man... Um, You know, this has obviously been something that's been buzzing around um, the professional wrestling world uh, the past few days um, in regards to a passing um, from a um, from a certain professional wrestler. You guys may know of Jay Briscoe, uh, who is Mm -hmm. one half of the legendary tag team of ROH. uh, That is the Briscoe brothers. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Jay Briscoe passed away um, via a car accident. Um, man was only 38 <clears throat> years old. Um, pretty much how this car accident happened. Um, I believe they were on their way home from a cheerleading meet or a competition that um, Jay Briscoe's daughters had. And I believe his wife was in the car as well. And that one car from another lane swerved into their lane and they hit each other head on. Um, obviously Jay Briscoe did not, uh, make, did not make it. Um, but, if, and also his daughters are also in critical condition as well. Yeah, um, man. Jay Briscoe's wife will give us an update when, uh, <clears throat> when that, um, when that, all that dust clears. Um, uh, but yeah, man, just a really, before we get into Jay Briscoe, man, um, obviously, you know, a tremendous wrestler, he's a famous Mm-hmm. wrestler in the wrestling world in ROH. If you guys know ROH, you guys know Jay Briscoe and the Briscoe brothers, man. Um, but in regards to his family, man, like this is, I can't imagine Brian, what this woman is, is going through. Um, yeah, for sure. It really is just, just, just so, just so, so saddening, man. Um, and I think the least that we can do as fans of, you know, her husband is just to send thoughts and love and prayers. I sent out the video on Instagram, you know, sending my thoughts and prayers the day it happened um if you guys haven't seen that go check it out but uh yeah man just just really really tragic man if you and i and i know um you know a lot of professional wrestlers they mentioned jay briscoe you know obviously as a tremendous professional wrestler but he's also a huge mm-hmm. family man there's actually a video brian of uh back in during the pandemic of him um working with um uh, helping his one of his daughters in a cheerleading uh um a cheerleading um cheer whatever you call it i'm not in i'm not into 
I don't know what they do with cheerleaders. See, my, my daughter just started cheerleading literally like three weeks ago, a month ago. So, yeah. I, yeah, no, so, yeah I, Brian, I'm sure you know what, what all that stuff is. Yeah. yeah. Not being, uh, being a father yourself. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man, just, you know, and that's kind of just the man, you know, that Jay Briscoe really was, man. I mean, and, and that's and that's when I get into Jay Briscoe, the the performer as well, man. You know, listen, um, well, the first thing, well, first thing actually I want to talk about is just, how I found out about this man. So I literally just got back. I'm back home in North Carolina. Um, I was in Naples in Florida. And, and that's when I got the news coming back from a country club um, late on a Tuesday night. And I heard this freaking news and it's kind of just like, you know, almost like the world kind of stopped, you know, like I said, again, it, it, and it's a shame yeah, too yeah. because I'm sure there's not a lot of professional wrestling fans that know who Jay Briscoe is. Uh, but again, if you know ROH, if you know the Briscoe brothers, man, you knew that this was this was just so so saddening to hear. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, that's how I found about it. And uh, and listen, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I've been a fan of the Briscoes for for years and years and years, guys. I'll be honest with you, I actually haven't heard of the Briscoes. I've only known the Briscoes now for about a few several several years, and um, and just everything about them just. The way they cut their promos, obviously their recent matches with FTR has just been outstanding. Yeah, just, they they are the they are the the definition of a just an awesome tag team. And Brian, mm-hmm. I, I know you can agree with this man, especially in today's wrestling. Absolutely, there's just so many guys that are just a carbon copy of one another these days. Just yeah. straight out of the performance center over in WWE with the tight shorts and the five foot build and they can just do all these crazy dives and move sets. But the, when you look at the Briscoes, they were just different. They, they yeah, were just yep. so different. They brought, they, they way they stand out and the way they cut promos, you know, it, it was just, you know, they, they were just highly entertaining and, and, and you, and, and it's just a damn shame that, you know, they've never have been on a global stage like, AEW, WWE, just mm-hmm. in, you know, in those names, you know, obviously they're legends in ROH and um and other promotions. But yeah, man, um it's it's crazy, man. The more I've I've gotten to know the team and and the more I've gotten to um to watch their stuff, man, the more I've just gotten into them. Because you I mean, Brian, you know me, man. When it comes to I don't I don't just look at a at a wrestler just at their wrestling skills. I look at everything, you know. Yeah, because it's a package for sure. Exactly, man. The total package and the Briscoes, the way they 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 connect <clears throat> with one another, the way they kind of you know gel with one another, man. It was mm-hmm. it was truly special, man. Um yeah, and just and just over the years, just watching their matches, you know, matches I, I went back and, and done research, matches off the top of my head or uh, matches they've had with Kevin Steen and El Generico, aka yeah. Sami Zayn, back K-K-O, in Sami Zayn, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and of course Adam Cole, matches. yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and then um, and of course the recent matches with uh with FTR over the last past year or two, and then yeah, man, and just to hear this uh to, to hear this um this news, man, it's just really devastating. You know, we we kind it's like we're almost in a stage of denial. It's like you hear this news and you're like. Ain't no way this is happening, bro. Like, no, 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 no. There's no way. So you go into that stage and and then like Mm -hmm. you come into the reality and like we're, you know, he's no longer with us, man. So, but yeah, man, um, just, just a really, you know, tragic day in the professional wrestling world. It still is to this day. Um, it was cool to see when we get into AEW Dynamite, uh, people were honoring, uh, Mm -hmm. 
Jay Briscoe with the armbands and the J and the hearts, which was really, really cool, which was really, really nice. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, again, just a tragic day in the professional wrestling world. Uh, I know I can speak for me and Brian that we send all of our love and our prayers to Jay Briscoe and his family, his wife Absolutely. And everybody around, man. Uh, but yeah, Brian, Brian, the floor is yours, man. Um, you know, just your thoughts about this whole situation and how, uh, yeah. you know, how you came across the Briscoe brothers and, you know, how the connection they've built towards to you and all that stuff, man, floor is yours. Yeah. Man. So it's, uh, again, much like you. Um, so I was kind of, this is a period when I was kind of not following wrestling all that much, uh, kind of when, when all these guys were making their names on the Indies, you know, you go back to the you know, 2007, 2010, 2012 in there. And now you see all these guys, the Briscoes, KO, Sami Zayn, Adam Cole, you know. Um, so much like you, I, I've only started watching it maybe in like the last five years or so. And, you know, I've had to go back and watch, you know, some of his older stuff. Um, but yeah, man, uh, just, well, let me first again, start out by saying, you know, condolences to his family, his friends, his, you know, fellow wrestlers who have, you know, you know, you've already heard from many or, or, you know, seen tweets that have crossed paths with them. And, um, you know, at, at a time like this, it, it's kind of, you know, the, the generic, I guess, responses, you know, everybody says something good about him, but, but, but this guy, I don't know, it's, it does seem different. And especially in this kind of industry where it is very cutthroat, um, you know, the, the fellow wrestlers who have come across them, you know, seem to really respect who he is as a man outside of the wrestling ring. And so that goes a long way. Um, and just telling you the kind of man that, that he was, um, and, you know, I got a, a little bit of a, a unique perspective here. So, you know, they're, they're from Delaware, you live in Delaware. Um, I grew up on the Eastern shore of Maryland, which is you head just a little bit East and you're in Delaware, you know, so I've, I've been through Delaware many times growing up. Um, and so it's, you know, you were talking about how he's not a, a, a global name per se. Um, and that all, you know, since I started watching him, um, you know, I just respected him more for that, you know, coming because the, Again, the Eastern Shore, Maryland, and and Delaware, you know, it's the same kind of landscape, same, you know, basically the same area, the same type of people, um, very small townish. Um, you know, the, the capital of Delaware, Dover, is, is basically a big town. It's not a, you know, huge metropolis or anything like that. Um, so I always respected the, you know, those people that, you know, come to a point and say, okay, you know, he's gained this much success and made this much money and you know what that's enough for me because i can i don't have to lose time with my family you know i can have what i need and my family's taken care of but i'm still with my family and that's not to knock anybody that goes you know after the money and the and the fame and all that but um just something like that it really it resonates with me um just being from a small town and and that kind of mentality and just you know his character or, you know, that he played on TV, you know, Jay Briscoe, you know, largely I, I believe, you know, was an extension of who they really are, which all the great characters are extensions of who they are, you know, in the real world. Yep, exactly. And so growing up, like, I mean, I knew a hundred 
you know, Jay Briscoe's sort of, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, so again, that was something that just drew me to them and, and their, their whole shtick. But yeah, um, I actually got a, a few matches that I did write down here. Um, if, if nobody is familiar or you're not that familiar with the Briscoe's, the trilogy of matches they just had with FTR, all of them uh, were great. My, you know, the, the second, and the third one, um, uh, those were, I guess, my two favorite, the two out of three falls and then the double dog collar match. Oh man, check them out. Seriously. Really, really great work. And I, um, I, I literally was just watching or rewatching that dog collar match. Just a few I just watched ago. it like a week ago. Like, yeah. Li- li- yeah. Like literally not even a week ago, man. I was, just, I was, I was finishing watching the match because I, obviously I wasn't able to watch it live. So I had to yeah. watch it just a few days in advance and I finally got to watch it, man. Again, just, I mean, you know. If the first and the second one wasn't wasn't as good, man, this, <laughs> this this match was just you know up another notch, man. It was just so cool to see, yep. uh, you know, FTR bringing that different type of style of wrestling. That's not just mm-hmm. not just their technical wrestling skills. It's bringing a little bit of chaos and bringing a little bit of uh, and like I said, just more selling and less less crazy. You know, I hate it's... I hate ref- I hate going back to you know referencing you know today's wrestler day and age, but just less just more of selling and in-ring psychology yeah um, like to me that's just, what a tag team match should be exactly that is exactly, what they did exactly man and just like the connection they both have um mm-hmm. yeah man it was just it's just truly truly special man and then uh, literally like not even a week later you get this freaking news and it's just yeah like, wow it, it hits you, you know? yeah yeah um it, just a, a couple more matches here uh you know for for his um career uh when he fought um Adam Cole, uh, final battle, 2014. I've, I watched that match. Great match as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his matches, you know, him, I'm pretty sure he he fought singles, but definitely the Briscoes as a tag with uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico. Again, they they had many classic matches. Um, so yeah, just just to close it up, man. You know, if you if you haven't seen or not that familiar with with their work, I, I highly suggest it. Really. Just an all-around great wrestler, um, and even more than that, the the part that sticks with me, it, you know, is the father, father, and the the family man. He seemed to be. Um, prayers go out for his daughters. You know, gosh, I, I hope they they recover from this. I, you know, I, I haven't heard any update on their injuries or anything, but ah, uh, man, it's just it's it's just a really really sad shitty situation, man. And I just wish the best for everybody involved, you know, coming out of this and how they how they cope with it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate you sharing, Brian. Yeah, and and uh, it was also really cool to hear all the wrestlers um mm-hmm. reach out and you know tell their story about Jay Briscoe um and all that stuff. Here's um before we move on. Cause I do want to talk about a few things about this whole Jay Briscoe situation um, before we move on in the show. Mm-hmm. And this is, this isn't just about wrestling guys. This is just a, just life in general. You know, obviously sometimes I think we, we don't realize how appreciative we are for somebody until they're, they're no longer on this earth. For sure. And I feel like that kind of hit a lot of wrestlers. I mean, you heard people like Seth Rollins, um, people like even Brett, like Bret Hart and people like Triple H, obviously Tony Khan, of course, mm-hmm. and all of these other people. Right. And it's just like, you know, y- you wish that like, and, I, and I'm, sh- and, and I'm not saying that these wrestlers weren't always appreciative of this man when he was here, 
but I feel like sometimes it's kind of the norm to just really appreciate someone more when they're not, when they're no longer here versus when they are here. And and that's the kind of the message that I want to give out to any, everybody, man, if you're truly appreciative of somebody and in your life, you know, tell them that like Brian, like absolutely appreciative of you and being a part of this, this platform and being a part of this community. I'm appreciative to, to everybody uh, watching this mm-hmm. and watching previous episodes. I'm thankful for, um, you know, my, my family, my friends and all that stuff. And, you know, I just, you know, like I said, guys, you know, be, tell people you appreciate them you know, while they're here, because, you know, you never know, man, just in the snap of a finger. Yeah. yeah that all for can sure. change. That all can change, man. So, uh, real quick, um, another thing, just talking about this Jay Briscoe situation. And this, this is kind of, this kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, and I hate to kind of bring it to that level, but this is just something I have to do bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. And this, this obviously was about the fact that Jay Briscoe never really got uh, a tribute uh, to dynamite yesterday. The only tribute that you really got, and it had to be from, of course, the wrestlers themselves. Of course you saw it, Brian, the whole, everybody pretty much wearing armbands, uh, yeah. you know, paying tributes to him wearing Jay with the heart or either wearing a Briscoe arm sleeve, which was really awesome. The doomsday see. device by the young bucks. Yeah. People like the young bucks, like Jay mm-hmm. lethal, Brian Danielson, you yeah. know, all of these people, man. And, and it's just a damn shame, dude, that a, that this guy and, and the Briscoe brothers as a team, as a whole, just never got that global, you know, um, that global, you know, respect to be on a global stage, I should mm-hmm. say to showcase their their skills because i mean this is a team man that that could have taken pro- the professional wrestling world by storm at a global level oh yeah the, fact the, top, that the top three in the industry hands down absolutely and, and the fact that they for 20 years this guy has given nothing but his heart and his soul to the business to the just the the sport well i shouldn't say the sport but just the art of wrestling Mm-hmm. And 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 the and you can't give this guy just a little bit of respect and give him a proper tribute video. To me, that just rubbed me the wrong way. But I'm gonna tell you why that's the case. <clears throat> because from what we've heard, Warner Bros. and TBS, the network, um, did not approve or did not want AEW to bring out this tribute video because of some stuff. That Jay Briscoe has said in the past, I guess they were. I think it was a tweet, actually, or a couple tweets. Was it tweets or something? Okay, that that sounds that sounds about right. And you know, talking, making homophobic comments that he's made years and years ago. That he's apologized multiple times, by the way. Mm -hmm. And and it's just a damn, you know. And listen, part of me wants to also blame Tony Khan, but I understand, you know, these are people that he's working with in in regards to the business side of things but it's like dude man you know you're also you're also now the owner of roh you know what i mean now you're pretty much now working roh this is your now who they were they were the the new roh tag team champions and it's like dude and now they have to get on a tribute they make a they make a tribute show after a a taped rampage 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was on like YouTube or some somewhere like online where you can like watch it like on demand or something. I, I forgot what it was. I'll do my research. See, yeah, I, I heard. So, I'm not even sure if it's out yet. I know they taped something, and I heard you know they were going to release it. Maybe yeah, it is out. Re- I'm not it's sure. Much there. It's 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 going to be released. I'm pretty sure tomorrow after Rampage because that's when it that's gotcha. when it took place. Yeah. But yeah, and it's just like you know, like th- that's all he gets. I mean, come on, guys. Just and for what? Because he made like it's it's like we're living in the in the character of Mr. Perfect. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? It's just like guys, like Brian. I'm sure you 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 can you can agree with this. You know, I'm sh- how many times have we done things in life that we've regret? Oh yeah, and yeah. we've learned from it, right? But we learn from it because you know we're you know we're, we're grown ass adults and we we have to learn from it and 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 move on, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems to me like wh- I don't know what the deal is with Warner bros and what TBS or whatever people that are involved in this situation have against this dude, because it, to me, it seems like it's more than just a few homophobic comments and it just seems so odd. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are, Brian. I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to let you uh, share your thoughts about that because it just rubs me the wrong way, man. I mean, the the best I, I could, and again, this is just me, you know, guessing whatever. Um, you know, so we made these comments were which were awful. And I'll, you know, to be frank, like I have a low, low tolerance for for bigotry of any kind. And so on one aspect, I, I kind of get it. But however, like you said, this was this was a decade ago, and the man has apologized. Exactly. And, and and hopefully he's he's learned and and changed and all that. Um, I, I think with the with the networks. Look again at the end of the day, these are, are networks dealing with it's almost like I, I feel like in this situation and, and many situations like it, like unfortunately, the Karens are gonna ruin the day because it's why was this decision made? Because you had two options here. Either make the tribute to the man, which he's earned over over his career. And on the other hand, you know, if you do that, well, then there's going to be phone calls and letters and whatever. So they chose not to deal with that headache. I mean, that's kind of how I view it, as shitty as that may be. And, you know, that's that's kind of how I, I see the situation. Um, but, yeah, you know, a little I'd like to it's and I'll still the, watch the tribute stuff that they do put out. But, yeah, I mean, it was a little it's, it's that was just weak. The fact that all this guy got was an opening graphic. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like this dude, th- this dude has put so much time and effort for 20 plus years in ROH. Mm-hmm. The guy is a legend in ROH. Like whether you guys like the Briscoes or not, whether you personally like Jay Briscoe or not, this dude was a legend for 20 plus years in ROH. Yeah. And the fact that all this dude gets is an opening graphic to start your show and and the the wrestlers have to go their way to tribute this guy for everyone to wear matching armbands. And that's all he gets. And yeah. To me, that just pisses me off. I understand the business side of things, but I mean, but like you said, Brian, this whole, these comments that he's supposedly made was over a decade ago. It's like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like to me, it, it just sounds so silly. And that's why I'm thinking, you know, is there also something else that we just don't know? That's why I'm baffled, and, and that's yeah. Why I, I mean, also... I guess there could be, but really, yeah, I, I think more than anything, it's just n- not, you know, executives uh, not wanting to deal with the headache and 
possible loss of viewerships elsewhere, you know, money, <laughs> money. That's, exactly. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, to close this out, man. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a shame that the Briscoes, um, just were never able on that. were able to peak on that global stage and it's just people like Warner brothers. Well, see, uh, let me, and- so let me say something to that as, as far as peaking on that, on that grand stage, it's kind of going back to like, I don't know, like I, that's what kind of, you know, really put them over with me is the fact that I don't think like they never chased it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they were, they were, or I, I guess, I mean, I'm, no. I'm sure maybe they weren't content or weren't happy yeah. with it. But... No, and, and that's, but that's the thing though. It's just that the reason why I bring it up, Ryan, and I agree, like it's, I'm sure it was, you know, people's goals are different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just that it's just that they weren't to me. It's just, they were never given to me the just the respect you know yeah. what i mean it's just like, like i would I'm say saying... the usos are much more worldwide known but i yeah, think the briscoes just, are bro, 10 imagine times the usos and the briscoes bro i get goosebumps just thinking about that shit yeah. like honestly like yeah. imagine on a global stage bro and yep. that's what i mean like i understand you know people's goals are different if the briscoes if all they wanted to do was just be great roh competitors in professional wrestling that's awesome i mm-hmm. i that's no shade to that but to me man the fact that just people like the warner media and all these other platforms just blocking the briscoe brothers and their name and not allowing to 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 be a part and to engage in casual fans and in a global yeah. stage is just ridiculous it is just pathetic to me yeah um, and yeah it's i see that really and it's just re- at the end of the day it's just disappointing. Um, but let's, but listen, man, outside of that, uh, cause we do want to get the ball rolling here. Um, rest in peace to Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Um, rest in not peace. just the wrestler, but to the father, uh, mm-hmm. to the husband. And also, we also pray for, uh, his two daughters who are still in medical care. Um, and, um, yeah. his wife, um, again, I, I'm forgetting the name. My apologies. I'm forgetting her name. Um, she will give us an update when that, uh, when that time comes. Uh, but yeah, man, Jay Briscoe, he's gone, but he will, at least in a, in a lot of wrestling fans' hearts. Um, and like I said, man, if you've never seen the Briscoe brothers, man, go out and watch their shit. Do man. that. Yeah. These dudes were, were that, were that, were those dudes, them boys, right? Yeah, them they boys. were them boys. Yeah. Them boys. Yeah. So yeah, man, uh, go ahead and watch their stuff, man. You will not be disappointed, man. But yeah, rest in peace to Jay Briscoe and just sending, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers um to his family and then to his loved ones men so mm-hmm. all right man let's uh let's move on man so from last episode brian i talked about um you know this whole situation when it comes to roman reigns and the royal rumble who's winning the royal rumble who's going on to face roman at wrestlemania and i know i was saying this at the cold open at the top of the show about cody rhodes cody rhodes mm-hmm. made his return uh, to WWE or announcing that he's making his return to WWE. Um, you know, and obviously there's speculation, of course, uh, is he going to win the rumble? Why was he announced prior to the rumble? Why couldn't they make this surprise entry? But we also made other assumptions about, you know, cause we've heard rumblings about the rock is the mm-hmm. rock coming back. Is the rock going to be the surprise return that wins the rumble? and faces rock are they just going to do cody and versus roman night one and rock versus roman night two so a lot of questions man and i explained a lot about that in the last episode if you haven't seen that go check it out now it is on spotify right now 
uh, talking about uh, that whole situation. But Brian, I do want to hear your thoughts about um, about this whole, you know, the Royal Rumble is coming up, you know, just your thoughts about who do you think is going to win it? Who do you want to see win it? And, uh, yeah. and, and just your and what do you think that they're going to do in regards to Cody Rhodes and the rock and facing Roman Reigns at, at a potential WrestleMania main event match? Uh, what, what are your thoughts, man? Floor is yours. Yeah. So, well, first, so just before we got on here, I, I had just seen a, a, a little, news uh blurb i guess that wwe has now started selling rock merchandise um so i think it's pretty obvious he's coming back um as far as going epic yeah yeah it, it will it will um as far as the rumble and all that and headed into mania how it goes now so this is what i would do and this is what i you know this is just me being a fan and I guess maybe how I would book it or or what I would like to see. So I think at that's this point with Cody Rhodes' story, he's got to win the rumble. He's got to Absolutely. everything. He's, you know, from when he left WWE to everything he did at AEW and then coming back and the match with Rollins or the matches with Rollins. Uh, yeah. He's got to win the rumble and go to mania to face uh, Roman. Now with the rock, you know, I don't know if he, so this Raw, you know, it's 30th anniversary. There's going to be a lot of legends there. And also the the ceremony, the tribal ceremony, they're playing are they playing on that on SmackDown or is that supposed to be on Raw too? Um, I believe that's a good question. Um I want to say it's just on, on That might Raw. be on this... Smack on Raw. Yeah, I think it's just on Raw, I believe. This is wait, this is the whole um um say it again. I'm sorry. So Brian. so they're having the uh the the tribal chief, you know, like acknowledging the tribal oh, yes, like that, that ceremony. That is, that is on Monday. That that's Oh, that's on Monday, Monday too. Okay. For the so 30, the both for the 30-year anniversary, yeah. So pretty much the whole segment um like I said, I explained okay. this on the last episode talking about pretty much the ceremony is going to be about just former and uh present bloodline members so i'm mm -hmm. sure people like maybe you never know i mean they could be doing this i don't know what it, what it's going to be it could just be the just the bloodline faction but it could also be members yeah. like in the family like rikishi people like sika um and other maybe they pay homage to umaga and then you know who knows man at the end of that segment you could just see the rock music hits in the snap of a mm -hmm. finger and all of a sudden yeah. oh shit like business just picks <laughs> up or do they have him return at the Rumble and win it? Which I'm not that on. Yeah, board, I'm not feeling that. I think Cody's definitely winning that. To win the Rumble, right? To me, it should still be Cody Rhodes. This mm -hmm. guy needs it, um, and he is the most, and he is the most deserving out of everybody. Honestly, yeah. Um, and and that's just you know my honest take. And again, I'm not. And here's the thing: I'm not a Cody Rhodes fan. I like Cody Rhodes a lot, and I've been digging his stuff. You know, people think that. You know, I, I say that Cody Rhodes needs to win the Rumble. It's like, oh, well, you're just a you're just a fanboy, dude. Like, shut the hell up. Like, no, dude, I'm not. I'm actually I've never really been a, a crazy fan of Cody Rhodes. I've always yeah, me neither. admired but, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. But but yeah, I've never been a, a fan. So yeah, just I'm just looking at this from a storyline standpoint where it, it just that's what fits. Like, you know, what he's done and the story that he's already told. Now you you know he comes back into the rumble you know eliminates however many dudes or he's the last one standing bam yeah. on to mania again and with but... Roman I think I think either way 
I think after Mania, or maybe even after the 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 Raw after Mania, we don't see Roman for a while. I think he's I think he's about to take some time off after this, and maybe even the Usos too, but definitely Roman. So yeah. so this is what I'm thinking. You know that Cody Cody wins the Rumble, like you said. He he and Roman has two titles. Yeah. So Cody fights Roman night one, night two. Whatever you want to, whatever storyline you want to tell with the bloodline and the rock and Roman, you know, that's, that's its own story. And Cody Rhodes is his own story. Mm-hmm. They because both they are going to split the titles. That seems like right, they're, right. they're already doing it with the tag titles. Yeah. They mentioned like the judgment day, they're going specifically after the raw tag titles. And there's already like a mm-hmm. tournament or some sort going on. I got a lot to, that's a different story for a different <laughs> yeah. day. Uh, going after the SmackDown tag titles, so yeah, the split coming. So that's why, like you know, at some point it's going to be the same thing with uh, with with Roman Reigns, man. And yeah, man, it's it, I'm so sure yeah, that's... I'm sure that Roman, you said mentioned like Roman taking time off after Mania. I'm sure that's going to happen, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even want to think about that yet, bro. <laughs> I just I first want to get to the Royal Rumble, man. I don't want to think about this dude taking major time off, man. I, mean, uh, I think so, though. I think it's coming. Me, man, so yeah. But ultimately, yeah, that's that's what I think or or what I hope would happen, you know, for it yeah. to play out that way. But then yeah. Vince McMahon's back, man. So <laughs> who the hell knows, man? Yeah. He's a fi- officially back. I mean, he technically never left. Uh, right, uh, right. Mean, officially you guys back. Know my thoughts about so, that. Yeah, um, yeah. I've, you know, I've said that on multiple episodes, multiple live videos uh, in the past before, man. But yeah, man, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Um, do they book it the right way? remains to be seen i don't trust this company they don't deserve my benefit of the doubt nor do they for any fan of that matter that's what um, I'm, that's is, what i'm saying and i hope that's the way it goes but do i have i you know i don't know we'll we'll see how it does play out but that's that's how i'd write it i mean it, it almost i mean it damn near writes itself man and with the the people the wrestlers involved it's going to be awesome and you can't you know what i mean oh yeah so, they'll, and they'll deliver like i said yeah the, yeah the roman's gonna do his thing Yep. Cody know, and the rock. the rock, even though he's, he's been in Hollywood, he can still, he can, you could still give him a microphone and he could still do his shtick. Yep. Cody Rhodes has just gone into another level of his own. So everybody's going to do their part. And I'm not yeah. worried about that. It's just how it leads up to the big, the big match, the big right. stage, which yeah. is, most, which is WrestleMania. So that's just my concern with it. You know, will they do this the right way? Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, listen, you know, it's, it, listen, it's all interesting stuff, man. You know, this is obviously a, the, the most uh, entertaining part of being a wrestling fan. you got the Royal Rumble. you got the road to WrestleMania, man. So a lot of stuff is coming on. Like I said, I mentioned at the top of the show, man, there's going to be a lot of great content coming uh, with mm-hmm. you guys, man. Our first um pay-per-view review which is going to be the royal rumble that will be on a sunday since the show will be on a saturday uh again there's a little bit of a twist but stay tuned stay tuned i'm telling (laughs) you you guys are going to like it you guys are going to really like it uh but yeah man so that is going to be january 29th uh the royal rumble is january uh 28th man so again a lot of content coming up we got Mm -hmm. the raw 30 year anniversary like we mentioned um, obviously got some AEW stuff on, on Wednesday and we'll get to AEW for this week, um, in just a few moments. And then of course you got the go home show for SmackDown. Um, but yeah, man, just a lot of stuff going on and a lot of excitement, man. So we're looking, we're all looking forward to it, man. And, uh, 
enjoy the ride. Like I like I mentioned sure. in the last episode, man, it's either going to be a nice smooth sailing ride or it's going to be one bumpy, uncomfortable one. So yep, yeah, man. All right, man. Without further ado, man, let's finally get into this show, man. All right, uh, we got AW Dynamite, January eighteenth, twenty twenty three. They were in Fresno, California last night. Brian, I'm not going to bullshit you here. I literally have one page of notes. Me Front too. Yeah. Yep. Guys, t- t- I can't even I can't even put into words what what this show was. There was very good wrestling, and that was it. L- mm-hmm. Literally, absolutely nothing, guys. I am literally taking these notes on a Tuesday. Or excuse me, yeah, what was it? Uh, Wednesday night. Excuse me, I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> on a Wednesday night at eleven o'clock at night, taking these notes. And Brian, I shit you not, I'm literally taking these notes and I'm watching this show and I'm like, what am I doing with my life right now? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like this was just, again, good wrestling. Yeah. Bangers. You betcha. If that's what people want to say about this show. Outside of that, there was absolutely just nothing. And, and it just pisses me off to no end. And I don't know if you saw this either, Brian. Uh, there was videos on Twitter that were posted uh, in the stadium or in the arena. Uh-huh. And literally that almost half of the arena is empty oh, no, no. on the camera side of the, of the arena. Th- yeah. There's nobody, there's nobody I'll, after the show, Brian, I'm going to show it to you. You're, you're going gotcha. to, you're going to be really, really shocked, but yeah, huh. man, that just shows you where AEW is at. This is supposed to be the second most popular wrestling company in the world. A- and they can hardly fill out a very small venue which is in Fresno, California. Yeah. But when you look at shows like this, you you know why? I mean, I mean, let's. I mean, I mean, guys, you guys think that I'm that I'm being an asshole? You guys think I'm being negative? Well, let's let's start off the show, shall we? Let's start off with our number one. First match was Orange Cassidy versus. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on, hold. We got fireworks to start the show, though. <laughs> we got oh yeah, pyro. Yeah, Great, yeah, pyro. Yeah, and that fireworks. Yeah, that was yeah. probably the most only. You know. <laughs> entertaining most energy yeah. that was brought into well actually well the fans were you know they were they were just enjoying every single moment of these bangers last night they had every yeah. every chant you can name brian they were chanting it so you know again yeah that's the it's the aw niche you know the the, the niche of aw loves it but the rest of us are just completely baffled but yes you got yeah. you got pyro yesterday <laughs> yeah man like i said you guys think i'm being harsh with the show you guys think i'm just you know a person that just shits on AEW. well again guys like i said let's just go over the show shall we the 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 show starts off hour number one we have orange cassidy versus jay lethal this is for the all-atlantic championship this match was about 10 minutes in length um jeff jarrett and satnam singh enter through the crowd um before this match even starts uh mm-hmm. they're kicking out fans at ringside Dan Housen and the best, the best friends, I can speak. Uh, Dan Housen and best friends show up. They enter the fray. That They have popcorn and beer and ringside, and they're just jabbing at one another. Apparently, there was also a, like something within the match that uh, – what, what's his name, Brian? Uh, the Sanjay. Sanjay, he can't enter the match or he's going to get fired. He, yeah, he can't, he can't make any physical he contact. Make any or... physical contact yeah. or whatever. Yeah, man. Like I and like I mentioned before, man. Jay Lethal, he's got the Briscoe armband on. Love to see it, man. Which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, I mean, listen. N- there's really nothing much to say about about this match, man. There really, really isn't. You have the best friends, and you got Danhausen just 
just a, like what like, God, like the comedy stick starting kinda, guys why are yeah. we starting the night off with this like that, that like that's just like <laughs> you see how speechless i am like i said i have no words i yeah i with and i'll go ahead yeah because i'm in the same boat as you I'll, I'll, like, I'll get to you i'll get to yeah. you in a second brian i'll have you start off this this your the thoughts when i'm done with this uh when i'm done with this match man but anyway um, yeah, Lethal ends up hitting uh, Orange Cassidy in this match with Lethal Injection. Uh, Cassidy ends up rolling out of the ring. Um, and then there was also some interaction. Uh, I think uh, Danhausen took Jeff Jarrett's guitar and they were just, it was just a freaking circus. Just yeah. people running around the ring. Lethal's also chasing after him looking like a freaking idiot. Um, just a, such a clown. I understand they were trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Why are we starting the night off? This is what you're starting the night off. So th- this is really getting me invested for what's going on throughout the rest of the show. It's like, oh, you're like Orange Cassidy and Jay Lethal. Yeah, that's 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 perfect. Like, honest to God. Um, but yeah, man, o- Orange Cassidy wins this match via his Orange Punch finisher. Um, and that that was it. That was legitimately it. We go backstage um, or we go into our next match, next segment. Um, mm-hmm. The next thing I write, man, what in the F was the point of this and why did this start the show? There's nothing. Listen, I like good for orange. Listen, I understand we like Jay lethal. We like orange Cassidy, but why are they starting off your show? Why is this feud, whatever this is starting off your show, but let's keep people off like Miro and Alistair black and, or excuse me, Malachi Black. I can't call him Alistair Black anymore. <laughs> right. um, who else? Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston. Let's put them over on Rampage where no one freaking watches that gets 300 to 400 television viewers a week. And let's put them over there. Let's put them on every other promotion. But let's just leave them off of our Dynamite show. And just, you know, but but we're, we're going to leave people like freaking Top Flight, which we're going to get to in a second as well. <laughs> people like freaking... Action and Dreddy, people like freaking Bandito. Let's just put all of the flips and divers for fans to just get their rocks off and just have a and say, "Oh my God, it's a banger!" Brian, your thoughts? <laughs> oh man, where do I start? So, all right, self admittedly, I so when AEW started, right, and and up until now, like for in their their existence. I have been more of a fan of AEW than WWE. I was just, I was done with WWE. I was just sick of it. WWE is starting to come back around a little bit with a couple storylines, but AEW to me, since the whole CM Punk incident, and they just haven't been right. It like I I don't know what it is. To me, it's 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 happened even before Punk got there. I mean, a little bit, I'll yeah. Be honest with you, even a little yeah. bit before Punk got there, I'll be honest with you too. Oh, before he got there. So even, no, but I mean, like for me, there. when I he mean, came listen, back, it, trust me, yeah. it was it was still slightly better than it was now. But even then, mm-hmm. man, it still wasn't the same when it first started. To me, it was, right, right, it was the best of AEW when it first started in 2019, and even during the pandemic, yeah, in front yeah. of no crowd, it right. was even better. So. Yeah. So yeah, with that, I you know I just I don't, and I know there's been injuries too. You know, Adam Cole, and you know a number of others. You know, top star. So I mean that adds to it, but and, yeah, and just he, since... and he couldn't get on the show last night, uh, right? And, and, and the guy just made an epic return. Oh, do we have any room for Adam Cole? Nah, no. But yeah, we, but we got the next best thing. We got Bandito. We got <laughs> uh, we got Top Flight in a banger right. against the Young Bucks. Give me a 
<laughs> so yeah, I, overall, I was disappointed with the the whole show. You know, I will say there again, maybe it's it's too lenient or giving them a pass or something or or, or whatever. But I I'm sure there were many many people, wrestlers and crew and talent and writers backstage that were really really impacted by by the passing of Jay Briscoe. So I'll, you know what if that affected the show or maybe things were changed, you know, I don't know, but it it was a pretty down show altogether, but they've been having down shows in my opinion for you know, it, it seems like a couple months now at least for me, 2-3 months. But I will say so well, getting back to the match the Orange Cassidy Jay Lethal, yeah, it was just kind of a all around clown show you know but it was obviously a attempt at comedy that just yeah i mean for me it just kind of fell flat you know so you know that was what it was um yeah i got nothing to say there it's, it didn't pique my there's interest no, there's nothing or, to there's literally nothing to say because again nothing else happened after this match Orange other than Cassidy just wins. let me piggyback off what you said about like eddie kingston and, Mal- and malachi black and all them so you know i went back and i there was a couple matches i wanted to watch on rampage from last week uh kingston and ortiz against uh black and king you know it, it was a good ass like why like you were saying why is this not on Dynamite. dynamite you can't you can't find them on dynamite but you gotta why, find like them. this it was a good story it's a good match uh-huh. you know why 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 yeah, is it not all, there i know it makes dude i'm telling you man it makes no sense it makes yeah sense. but let's put all the, again let's just put all these guys that can just do great offensive movesets yeah that can put on bangers and get people to chant this is awesome ten thousand times uh, guys can we get can we come up with new chants like, are we really gonna sit here and chant "This is awesome"? Or yeah, if or everything is awesome, then nothing is awesome. Every everything <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just oh my god, man. All right. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on, man. Gotcha. But anyway, second match. This was Top Flight versus the Young Bucks, a tag team match. Uh, this match was just slightly under thirteen minutes. Again, Bucks wearing the Jay Briscoe armbands. Love to see it. Um, Here's what I hate. Um, actually, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through this segment and then I'll get into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dante covers or Dante counters uh, a BT trigger and rolls up Matt Jackson for the W. Your <sighs> team champions, everybody. Didn't, yeah, haven't even been champions for more than a week, and here they are losing. This is this is the booking. I of mean, the Bucks. See- this has been the booking <laughs> of the Young Bucks since they started. They don't, guys. This is the. I don't know, as 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 VPs, they just don't know how to book themselves properly. Like I understand, you're trying to book Top Flight. Top Flight has no business beating the Young Bucks. Absolutely none. I don't give a shit if you're trying to build them up, make them feel special. There are a million ways, Brian, that you mm-hmm. can make the Top Flight this Top Flight tag team feel special and here's yeah. another thing and i'm gonna get to and i'm gonna get to you and just real quick i can't stand aw tag team wrestling and i'm gonna <laughs> tell you why i can't stand brian how many times i have to watch non-legal competitors in the ring just just going back and forth it's like a tornado tag if you're gonna mm-hmm. have a tornado tag or w- whatever like a false count anywhere then just Make it advertisement about a false count tornado tag, but it wasn't. It was supposed to be a traditional tag, and you have Dante Martin and Darius Martin and all the young bucks in the middle of the ring, and the referee is just like, 
I don't know. Yeah. What, <laughs> he's just like, uh, you know, he's like, oh, get out of the ring, man. Get out. Uh, one. <laughs> get out of the <laughs> one like, <laughs> the refereeing is so awful it is so bad it's just like but we want to say supernatural is not realistic like supernatural <laughs> is not realistic but this but this shit is apparently, yeah apparently this shit is excellent like jd from new york oh my <laughs> god. this this was an excellent show compared to him oh yeah. my god man um just do like i i don't know again i don't know like correct me i don't know if you see that too brian just like Whenever you see a tag coming in on like a tag, like, you know, they're in uh-huh. the ring, you know, and it takes, you have to go back onto the ring apron after five seconds. Right. Right. And they are in the middle of the ring. Both competitors are in the ring for more than like 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, what is the referee doing? Yeah, right. And it's just like, bro, like this, this is not traditional tag team wrestling. It, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And because, every, and you know, and you know why they do it, Brian, because, you know, people got to fly over the top rope. Yep. They, they got to do their cool. They're got to do their cool spins and gotta hit their spots. Man. Like, oh my God. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and you know, people have to get their spots in. So people obviously have to, this match has to be treated like it's a tornado tag, but here's the problem. It's not <laughs> right. And, and, and I, it just, it, oh my God, it drives me up a wall. I have a headache, Brian. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Floor is yours. Yeah, I got no thought. I mean, I was surprised that Top Flight won. I guess you know, I, I, I mean, that did take me take me back a little bit. But um, the best part of the match for me was uh the Doomsday Device tribute. <laughs> you know that that was the highlight of the match for me. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, so they just won the trios tag. So what are you know? Well, they're not, well. That's well. They're trios tag teams, not tag team champions. So now they can't win tag team matches. They, they I didn't don't even wear them know. to the ring. They I know, yeah, wear them to I the know, ring. right? That shows you that Tony Khan kind of knows that these trios titles are nothing but just they're 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 just they're, they're just a joke. I mean, yeah. they're not coming out with the titles. I mean, what does that say about the trios tag division? Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't. I mean, this again. It was just a. It was a match to do spots and 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 that's what it was. And yeah, I'm surprised that Top Flight got the win. But other than that, like, and here's the thing: yeah. it, it, listen, if, if there's fans listening to this, think that I'm being an ass. If if people think <laughs> that I'm just being harsh, guys, what after? Like, are you that much more excited about Top Flight after this match than you were before? Be, be honest. Like, yeah, this led to nothing again because that's just it's just all about great wrestling. It's all about great competition. You know, it's not or, like it's or tell me. Or tell me this, like watch, sit down and watch them back to back. Watch FTR and the Briscoes, and then watch this match, and yeah. you tell me what is better tag team wrestling. Like I, like I said, <laughs> like I said at the top of the show, man. If you have not seen the Briscoe brothers compete in tag team wrestling, please go watch it. Okay. Yeah. And then, trust me, you will you will think differently about this shit that you're watching on on a Wednesday night. So, <laughs> and again, like I said, man, I I don't like. It's not that I don't like Top Flight. They're not giving me a reason to give a shit. They're not. Yeah, right. The fact that they're beating the Young Bucks in this circus of a match where they're doing just cool offensive move sets, there's hardly any selling because everybody's in the ring together. Mm-hmm. Tornado tag rules, but even though there's no tornado tag rules, and it's just a circus. And what's making me care about Top Flight after this match than previous there's nothing. Yeah, nothing. And that's what I'm that's what I mean. It's like you can make them win 
beat the young bucks all you want. But if nothing's being led to anything, guys, how many times do we have to see bangers and great matches until like we say to ourselves, damn, like I need more of the show. Like how many bangers does it take to, for and, fans and- to get it through their thick freaking skulls that damn, man, I might, we need some more shit in the show. Like watch. Oh so, and even with AEW the way it's been going lately, so they just beat the bucks. Watch you give it a, give it two weeks and top flight's going to be back on rampage. Fight. You know what I mean? And no one's like, going to remember this match. Like, yeah. Are you going to remember this two months ago? No. Nope. Nope. I'm not going to. Bro, I forgot even what even happened in this match. Like, yeah. The most of the match I've even forgot because I they've given me no reason to care. Yeah. That's what frustrates me. But let's just keep doing it. <laughs> keep doing it. Moving on, man. Moving on. Uh, oh, yeah, man. You, we're, we're, we're getting amplified, man. We are not messing around, bro. We are <laughs> not messing around here. All right, man. So uh, next up is the gun club. They hit the ring, pretty much calling out the acclaimed. Um, he's like, listen, we've made uh, the acclaimed popular. We made them champions. They've even taken our dad. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, the acclaimed comes out. He begins to rap. But Austin Gunn, he has none of it. He's like, nope, 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 that's not going down. And, that, and Matt Caster gets on the mic says, he's like, does anybody, it's like, who here to hear Austin Gunn talk or did any, or did people come here to, to hear me rap? And people go nuts and uh, Austin Gunn's microphone cuts off. The claims music restarts and hits and his rap begins to start. And I do want to say a few uh, lyrics in his, in his, uh, in his, uh, in his rap. He says, he's like, I'm done with the lion. Y'all worse kids since hunter biden <laughs> again uh, just i just love the li- guys i'd rather listen to matt caster rap for two freaking hours than watch a great in, in other in most people's eyes a great banger of a match like honestly <laughs> i'm not kidding i'd rather listen to just matt caster rap for two hours yeah man then he says uh what's um uh this next part was also was also cut off by TBS. TBS is so weird. Yeah, yeah, I noticed the, that. The, the stuff that they want to allow and they don't allow, it's just so... But the lyrics were this. He says, y'all are so bitter. Y'all are you're not the bulldogs. You're the bullshitters. <laughs> Again, not Yeah, the, which not kind the of shocked me that they cut off bullshit. Like, you could... Yeah, well, they I mean... cut, well, they, they cut it, like, almost three three lines, four lines into the, into the, into yeah. the lyrics. So we didn't even know what was even said. So... Again, right. It's just so odd what T like TBS and all these investors that Tony Khan has with AEW. It's just so weird. And the and it did put a damper on things. This 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 segment to me mm-hmm. was just very odd and kind of awkward. He noticed the crowd too. The crowd was just like, and, and I'm gonna get to the crowd in just a second, but um, so they come to blows in the middle of the ring, they end up brawling the, the acclaim into the ring after their rap was over. And Billy Gunn's just tossing everybody aside, and he's like, Enough, enough of this. No, it's time that we settle this. I got two words for you. Family therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess there's going to be some family therapy with the acclaimed and the guns. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Uh, Yeah. I didn't tell the crowd just like, Oh, oh, what, what's, what, what's going on? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So again, again, man, listen, I like the acclaimed. Listen, Mm -hmm. uh, there were some parts in this rap that I did like that got me laughing. Um, the end of the rap was just odd because it was cut off again. Right. Thanks TBS. Cause we couldn't hear shit. Um, but yeah, man. And just, I guess we're going into family therapy again. This, this segment was just so odd. Um, just 
not sure w- how people can get truly invested mm-hmm. with a, I guess, a family therapy type. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I, I think even in this ceremony, and maybe the maybe the gun club could step up here a little bit too. But I, I think if they really follow through with this, and I guess there's going to be some sort of like family therapy segments. You know, given Max Castro on the mic, you know, I think it it, it has the potential to still be fairly entertaining, although it's I'm not necessarily the route I would go, but it could still I think they can make it work. Yeah, and that, that was a fun there's another funny line saying, You only got a job because your dad works here. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, that's true. Listen, uh, I have no shade towards the gun club, but again, they're another example of like when I talk about Malachi Black and Miro not, and Eddie Kingston, I'll be on the show. But again, right. let's put the gun club on there. Listen, yeah. don't to the gun club. I have nothing against the gun club. But you are you have time to put the gun club on your show and not Miro, not Malachi Black, the House mm. of Black. Uh, Ortiz, Kingston. Ortiz, Santana, Eddie Kingston, Lance Archer. I, guys, I could go yeah. on and on and on with all these names that should be taking this company to new heights yeah but but you either got to find them on a milk carton or you got to <laughs> find them over at rampage or on yeah. dark right yeah. on dark that's even worse yeah um, but yeah man just yeah i never understood the whole lance archer thing yeah why is he not here more i mean i i don't know is he more new japan maybe than anything else but still I, I don't know I have no idea, man. Um, I just it just baffles me, bro. Again, yeah, this, man, this me too. A, this is AW now, guys. This is AW. Yeah. So yeah, man, just you know, like like what like what's getting me more excited? More bangers? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> unbelievable, man. Um, but yeah, we move on. Um, we finally get to an at least a somewhat entertaining segment. Somewhat. I say I say somewhat, because I'll, I'll yeah. take any I'll t- I'm literally <laughs> taking the bare minimum here, Brian. Yeah. Um, and this was a backstage segment with Hangman Page. He was with Renee Paquette talking his match about with Mox. Um, and he he mentions, you know, what's next for uh, Renee mentions to Hangman, uh, what's next for you in your future? And he says, well, you know, I have a lot of uh, I, I need to mend a lot of fences with somebody. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to name any mentions, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, and then he he was going to say something else to Renee. And he's like, oh, you know what? Never mind. You know. Thank you for your time. And and that was the that was the segment. Definitely kind of interesting about mending fences. I guess you could say it's the elite. Um that, that that's what I'm guessing. Or it's mostly gonna guess. But I I guess but again, it's something. It's it's something. It's it's yeah. something. Again, I'm not listen, I'm not gonna, you know, go too too overboard with this. This was only like 30 to 60 seconds. Uh Brian, your your thoughts with Hangman, where do you think this is going? Uh and you're just your thoughts with this this backstage segment. Yeah. So as I mentioned a couple of weeks before, the the whole hangman character, like I mean, I get it and I want to like him. I'm just I'm just not there yet, really. Like it's the just that all shucks quality about him. And even when you were saying like at the end where he was like, you could see that he wanted to say something to Renee, I, I guess about Mox, but there was like, oh yeah, never mind. Like I, I just just say it, bro. <laughs> like I don't know. I just I wasn't a fan of that. And maybe it's it's more I that's just my personal bias where I just have this thing with Hangman that it just like it's like they they you know push him up to be a champion, but then he's also got this 
I don't know how else to put it other than like softness about it. Maybe that's not the right word, but I just can't fully invest in in what what they're doing with them. But given what the show was so far, and again, mending fences, I'm guessing that's what the elite. So I, I mean, I could. I'm down with that. Like I, I'd like to see if you know him and and uh, oh geez, well I'm having a brain fart. Uh, Omega and, and the Bucks and whatever. You know, maybe there's something something there but yeah i guess we'll see where it goes or maybe they he was talking about mox i don't know could be mox yeah it could be mox yeah probably it could be the elite because i think there was i think a few yeah. weeks ago um them in the elite were i think it was i think it's something to do with the trio's titles about um them teaming oh yeah with uh page and, and um, mega made his return and then that's where all this yeah. bullshit best of seven series started coming in yeah, but maybe it has something. Maybe maybe we you have to go back that far, but I don't know, man. It's just I don't trust Tony Khan anymore, bro. <laughs> it's just I I I got I don't. That's where I'm at with Tony Khan. Like I don't trust this dude to make me even care. Like it's 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 insane how now the bar or the bar has just been just been lowered to where we gotta we gotta get excited. It has yeah. Thirty second backstage segment it's sad and i did notice uh you know again and maybe this has something to do with again with with briscoe and like because i noticed or, or maybe it was just me i know it felt like there was a lot more like little interview promo backstage segments than usual and, and they were like 30 seconds a minute maybe at tops but it felt like there was a lot of them throughout the show and i feel like maybe that was just that me every, i feel like you just see that every week yeah how many times? Uh, i don't maybe i'm just noticing I mean, it I, I don't know how many but... times have we seen a match a promo, backstage yeah. promo, match, match <laughs> promo. It's redundant. Yeah. Like, can we get creative? Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Tony, Tony. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, right. can, we, can we can we get to like can we get to the streets of Fresno? Like, can we go into a bar? Can we go into a grocery like a grocery store? Shout out to everybody who knows the Stone Cold uh, <laughs> Booker, Booker T. T. Ball from back in the day. Like, can we get something along those lines? No, but let, no, 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 James. We need more. We need more good wrestling because it's all about competition. It's all about just, you know, bangers and just, just great wrestling, James. That's all that matters. Yeah. Again, man. All right, man. <laughs> we move on, man. Uh, we move on. All right. Third match of the night. Uh, we're almost getting to hour number two. This was Ricky Starks versus Jake Hager. Match time mm-hmm. is six minutes. Uh, Jericho's at commentary 2.0s at ringside. Uh, Starks takes out 2.0. Um, Starks also takes out Hager with a spear and wins the match onto Jake Hager. He escapes through the crowd along with the rest of JAS, and, and that's it. Yeah, and and, and, and guess what this leads to, guys? Guess what this leads to? You ready for it? A tag team match for next week. Uh huh. Oh, oh I, I thought people would. I thought people would get excited. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah but yeah guys that that's that's literally what it leads to just just another yeah. because after this match guys uh chris derrico and the js are backstage and they challenge starks and andretti uh to a tag match next week so we go through this seven minute match right that was just for some reason put together from last week's odd segment yeah uh, between the js starks and andretti and we lead to that that now leads to Another tag match between Starks and Andretti. We're just going to continue to put these guys in joint at the hip like they're best buddies. 
and right. against more members of the JAS, which includes Jericho and Daniel Garcia. Or I think it was Sammy Guevara. Well, it's 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 going to be either one of them. I, I don't think... I think it's a match on Rampage. So you got to go to Rampage, guys, to see right. the tag partner for Chris Jericho. Aren't you excited? Isn't this just great television? Oh, my fuck. See, yeah, I, I wasn't, again, impressed with the match. And like I've, I've said the last two weeks, like I've really been high on Ricky Starks. This match, however, it just... It was a whole lot of it was a it was a nothing burger, it just nothing there, and I, I guess they're now moving because you can see the the tension between uh, uh, Sammy Guevara and uh, Daniel Garcia, so it looks like they're building to a, a break or a split within the JAS. You know, I guess they're using this to to kind of okay, but didn't we didn't facilitate we that? that? With, didn't we see that with Garcia? Or he thought he was going to break the JS. He was going to join the professional wrestlers, which was the Blackpool Combat Club. Right, so right. Just going to repeat this again. Like and so, see, seen... I guess what they're, what, what I mean. they're doing yeah. is now is that he's, I guess they're, you know, he's going to realize his mistake because you know Sammy Guevara is the type, you know, he's. If you've Sammy noticed, Guevara like the past awesome. couple of weeks, he's like trying to, you know, like oh yeah, you know, trying to give him advice when it's obviously obvious Garcia is the better wrestler, but he's giving him some like bullshit advice and you can see garcia kind of getting tired of it being i guess overlooked i do uh, like sammy guevara is awesome by the way i'd actually like a lot of people like to shit on sammy guevara i actually like sammy guevara a lot um obviously yes he's a good wrestler that's of course but it's just the fact like his connection with the crowd of just being booed like his him and in ty conti like they're this hot couple and they're making out like they're booed like oh like we're a hot couple you're jealous of us and all this i actually right, right. like that um, you know, so like, like I said, uh, shout out to Sammy Guevara. I, I do like that aspect of Sammy Guevara. Um, but yeah, man, uh, again, just thought I'd bring that up. So, all right, man, let's, let's continue to move on, man. We go into that. We're officially into hour number two, man. Uh, officially mm-hmm. hour, hour number two, <laughs> you know, about time, right? Uh, <laughs> Ryan Danielson versus Bandito match was under 18 minutes. Um, again, wearing the armbands. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. Rest in peace to Jay Briscoe. Awesome stuff. Um, Another This Is Awesome chant. Again, just fans just loving great, great competitive wrestling, even though it's predetermined. And yeah. it's based off of many other things besides great wrestling. But let's just continue to, you know, just continue just to just to be excited about everything you know just let let's not let, let's not try to make this show any better let's just let's just continue to just enjoy great matches again it's just we're unfreaking believable um daniel's again and listen look before i get into more of this this show listen this was a good match i, I will mm-hmm. say less i'll even admit i'll even go as far as to say this was probably the best match of the night oh um, yeah yeah no listen no doubt but again what is making with Bandito, right? Is that his name, Brian? Am yeah. I mm-hmm. his name right? Bandito, yeah, that's I, it. he's also an ROH uh, performer. I was even going to say New Japan, but it might be. Yeah, I guess it probably is. Probably both. ROH. Probably both, yeah. I would say. Okay, yeah. What is making me that much more invested in Bandito uh, out yeah, after this nothing. match, when this match is over? You know what I mean? Like... Well, I think this whole thing... What is, it, like, what, what is the point? Like, what is the point of putting these guys on here to put on great matches that lead to nothing. 
to, yeah. to what to, to to get people to, to get people excited and to, to chant every chant that, that there is in the arena and yeah. then just oh i can't wait for next week for more bangers right like it's just like what are we doing with these wrestlers so i think I, with this whole danielson thing particularly like you know he had the match last week this week next week he's going to be fighting brian cage and I, this is what you're going to get from Danielson from here on out until he fights MJF. And I, I guess the, the angle is here. I guess they're just going to throw out like it's it's just going to be to showcase Danielson's, you know, his his wrestling skill, his you know, and he can fight different styles of matches, and he can go for an hour. That's what I, I all these matches, and I guess he'll probably wind up with like six or eight of them before he gets to MJF, but. I mean, and like I said, we're just going to compete this complete this process. Listen, I love it. Right, right, right. I mean, this is a pro MJF type of platform, but I mean, if this is what we're doing all the way up to Revolution for a month, I think so. Yeah. Then, like, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I, I feel you. Honestly, but I, that's like, the only thing again, I can think like, is that you said like, it's. I like what is Tony? What goes through this dude's brain? Like, <laughs> I feel like that this guy. You ever like Brian? Like as a kid, you had like. Like action figures now. Like you ever see like people with action figures and they're playing with action figures? That's what I feel like Tony Khan is doing. He's putting action figure A and action figure B and just designing all these cool matches in his head with his action figures. And like, oh, I know, oh, that's right. I have a I run a that was a total banger. Let's make it in, let's make it to reality. Yeah. Oh my I guess that's what they're that that's the angle with Danielson, though. That I, you know, he's gonna go through these this gauntlet of matches and you know, next week he's fighting a monster, Brian Cage. So it's going to be a whole different type of match. But of course, Danielson's coming out on top. So yeah, and like, like I said, uh, to finish this up, like I said, this was this match was under eighteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Again, listen, good match. Listen, I've already given a credit. It's a good match. But again, yeah, listen, like, do we? I need fans to be honest with their with, with themselves. Do do are we really that invested of what's going on in this story? Like this story, like the whole William Regal. Imagine how William Regal feels right now with this whole with Vince McMahon being back over in WWE. Right? Oh. It's like oh. I freaking knew, man. I imagine Ugh. what he could have been doing to to add layers to the storyline if he would have maybe like if you he would have had an attack, had the attack on Regal, and um, you know you you write him off television and maybe you have him come back and you know you add him into the story with Danielson like. You know that that would be something, but again, let's just put in this 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 wrestler that can do X, Y, and Z into a match with Danielson and just have a great match, so people can just again get their rocks or, off. And even just with get the Blackpool Com- Combat Club, like that in and of itself, like since that happened with Regal and you know MJF took him out, yeah, it, the Blackpool Combat Club is just like what they're just gone they now, and like doing. no, we don't, don't know if they're even a thing anymore. Yeah, Again, Tony yeah. Khan doesn't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> he has lost, like he is completely, like just, just lost it. <laughs> when it comes to booking these shows, like you know, it's just it's just so bad. It's just so odd. Uh, but anyway. Moving on, man. So again, Danielson wins this match via running knee. Um. Oh, but yeah, and then uh, you know, and, and then they 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 paid homage. They paid homage in the ring. They shook each other's hands and, you know, mutual respect. Yeah. It's, it's a competitive, you know, competitive sports, James. It's a great wrestling match, you know, and then we're going to get these matches again next week. Why is this not entertaining you, James? Like, what, like, why are you so negative? 
<laughs> anyway, MJF appears on the Titantron. Um, cuts again a really good promo. MJF, uh, more serious promo, which I actually liked a lot. Yeah, I, I got a line here. He said, "Yeah, I said so I got a lot of lines in here too, man." And and I'll get to your thoughts, Brian, in just mm-hmm. a second here because I did, I did, uh, I did enjoy this this short promo from MJF. Yeah. Uh, he says he feels unappreciated lately with the fans. You know, he talks about the fans saying uh, he's been, uh, he's like saying he's under undeserving of his position as champion. You know, and, and he's like, you know, he's people, well, people, you know, people forgot who the hell I freaking am. And that, you know, he calls the fans fickle. And he says, and he tells the, he tells Brian Danielson, he's been dealing with a masked MJF. And he says, you know, not even a dragon is any match for the monster behind the mask. And uh, the segment ends, man. So he's pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, telling Brian Danielson, like, listen, you've gotten this happy kind of go lucky type of MJF where he likes to pick on people and throw funny jokes. But now as we get closer to this match between me and you, you're, you're going to get the devil, like the devil yeah. side of MJF where that mask comes off. Like it's not even an American dragon can, uh, can win out, can out without stand me. So um, yeah, listen, I, I liked it, you know, um, again, like the promo, do I, do I like where this story is going? I'll be honest with you. No, because again, we're going to just see another endless and, and we'll get to it. it. Like you mentioned, Brian cage is going to be next week's, uh, opponent. And, uh, and while, and I might as well continue because that was pretty much the next segment. And that yeah. was Brian cage, um, was uh, backstage in an interview talking about his match next week with Brian Danielson. Um, and MJF comes to him with a watt with a, with a envelope of cash. Uh, in his hand. He's like, listen, man, um, I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose. I just want you to break his freaking arm. I want you to leave this dude in pieces. And he he hands him his freaking money. Um, you know, kind of coming into agreement. He's like, hey man, he's like, I'll give you all this wad of cash if if you deal, if you take care of this Brian Danielson situation. And uh yeah, he hands him the cash and Brian Danielson or or I'm sorry, MJF slaps the taste out of Brian Cage's mouth and yeah. Brian Cage gets furious and he's like that's it's like that's what I want to see he's like that right there you have is hate like that's that 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 those that look you're giving to me right now like mm-hmm. that's hate you know and, and that's what I want that's what I want to see from you when you face Brian Danielson next week or something along those lines and he's and he right smile, with a smirk on his face pleasure doing business man um love I, I liked it Again, the most, I mean, Brian, I, I guess you could say this was the most, most entertaining part of the show. And what it a was shocker. For me. What, yeah. what a shocker, guys. It's MJF. <laughs> yeah. It's MJF. But, yeah. but, but, but Brian, he's, he, he doesn't wrestle enough. All he does is talk. You know, when, when is he going to wrestle? Like, is he going to wrestle at all, James? Like, he doesn't wrestle at all. Like, I'm bored to tears. Like, all he does is talk. Like, when are we going to get to the wrestling? Like, when's, where's the wrestling? <laughs> yeah for sure thoughts, it's the best part of the show uh you know these two two short little promos that he that he cut you know almost back to back there um yeah that that line he had the monster behind the mask the first you know the first promo where he's much more serious again i mean he delivered he knocked it out of the park you you believe it you see it you know it's it's uh, he's just amazing at it you know he he can he can come through the screen and you can feel that emotion, you know, and that's, that's what the best are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, with the, the promo with um Brian cage there, you know, I'm not so sure that that, 
that slap. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to be huge mark out here, but I don't know that that was scripted because that just like came out of nowhere. And I could see MJF being that type of dude just to get that reaction, you know, for because it was it was beautiful. Like, it, I mean, yeah, it's just a great see, promo. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. All around the best part of the show for me and, you know, where the story is going with Danielson. Again, I, I, I just I don't know, because, I, you know. So either Danielson you know, wins or MJF wins. And, you know, are you ready to, you're going to take the title off MJF already? I can't see that happening. And then Danielson, who would have just run through this gauntlet of whatever. So now he's going to lose. To, it just, eh, I mean, I'm not ex- that excited for this, this payoff, you know, but I am entertained with MJF. So. <laughs> yeah. So listen, you know, listen, as a, as an MJF fan, man, you know, personally, like I will tune in because I think yeah. listen, because the segments that at least MJF is in, regardless of what the storyline is as a whole, you know, for what he's given, he's done a tremendous job. Mm-hmm. And for that, he deserves his uh he deserves his kudos, man. Um, yeah. just, just the way he's face to face with with Brian Cage, and you can feel that intensity, like, you know, through the television screen, man. It was it was again, man, the best part of the freaking night. You know, yep. I was more again. I'm more invested into 30 seconds of them face to face than any of these matches that we saw. These bangers. I was too. Yeah, that uh, that, that 30 seconds. Well, I was. Just, you know. Yeah. It's just. It's just so. It's just so odd. Again, mm-hmm. Tony Khan. I don't know what he's doing. I, I, it's just. It's it's baffling. Like it, Brian, we're three to four years into AEW, and, yeah. and it's just. It's just. It's just sad. It's just like I'm literally like Brian. I'm going through my notes and I'm I'm like I'm literally like oh my god, are we at the main event yet? Like, please can we get to this freaking main event? Like, yeah. I'm so over and done with the show. Um, but at least, but again, when that MJF segment came along, I was like, okay, thank God, at least I got something, regardless yeah. of where the storyline's heading. At least a segment that's just freaking someone entertaining. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, man. I'm going to get through these last two matches, man, and I'm going to get sure. to your thoughts, Brian. Uh, so, again, fifth match. This was Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Match time was seven minutes. Sheeta once again comes out with a kendo stick uh, <laughs> before picture in picture. Um, uh, Soraya's like, her look is like, bitch, I told you to stay in the freaking back, man. What are you doing? Uh, she uh, Soraya, uh, Soraya gets involved after the match. Um, I believe this match ended in a roll-up finish. Um, I for, yeah, Storm. Yeah, oh yeah, Soraya gets involved. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, Soraya gets involved, distracts the ref, distracts Nightingale. Storm rolls up uh, Willow Nightingale for the win. The all yeah. inspiring <clears throat> roll-up finish. Gotta freaking love it because you see, you don't see that enough with WWE, do you? Now no, you of course not. Tony Khan and W and and, and Dynamite, you know, but. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, and then Soraya and Storm attack Willow Nightingale after the match. So this was pretty much a pretty heel type of yeah type of, uh, type, type of segment here from for Soraya and Storm. And then Ruby Soho comes out for the save. Um, Storm and Soraya treat, and then Sheeta Akaro Sheeta's kind of just staying clear throughout this whole situation. She's like, Man, I don't want nothing to do with this right. Crap. Like, what's the hell's going on? And yeah, the ma- it just it just ends, man. Um, 
here's here <laughs> Brian how how long has Soraya been back now she's been back for not, not what not even a month maybe a no, month it's been longer that. than that I was gonna say maybe close to two maybe, maybe two yeah two months. and here she is she's already a heel what the fuck <laughs> I get guys like what like I don't know what there is to say we're, we're doing a heel turn if, if you're gonna make Soraya a heel this is the best you got right seriously like it just ends so abruptly mm-hmm. and everything just happens so fast and I'm like and then it just it just dawns on you like oh my god like Paige like Soraya she just turned just, heel just turned heel yeah and like that's that's her moment. That, yep. that, that that's her moment. And it's just gone, just like that. No, no need to make the moment feel special. No need to let it breathe. You know, we gotta hear Excalibur freaking promote 10 to 20 matches in like less than 60 seconds about promoting mm-hmm. matches for like 20 matches and 20 shows. Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> we gotta get to that, but we can't let a segment breathe and you know get fans freaking invested man like can somebody in this freaking company make me care about something yeah like, honest to god like if i i don't understand first of all if you're gonna make soraya i'm i keep soraya soraya thank you brian soraya a heel why wouldn't you just have her debut as a heel she hasn't been back for more than a month and a half two months yeah. and here she is turning heel in the snap of a finger and in the the segment just ends like what mm-hmm. how can i care how can i get invested if first of all she's hardly been there's hardly anything being used with she, she's joint at the hip with tony storm you know we got we got to just we got to take wrestler <clears throat> a and wrestler b and make them best buddies right you know, because we have nothing for them. Tony Khan's like, shit, I got nothing for these ladies. Oh, I got the best. Yeah, let's let's put them in a team or let's put them at the let, let's let's put them together. You know, there you go. That 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 makes up everything, right? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just like my God, man. I mean, the women's division in this in in this company, man, is just it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's bad, but it's it, it's nothing special, man. I mean, let's be honest. And this doesn't help. This does not help. What, what am I getting invested with Sheeta? Sheeta once again coming down to the with a kendo stick and you know like what what's like? Does anybody care? Does anybody truly care? I don't care if you're a fan of Sheeta. If you're a fan of Sheeta, Soraya, Tony Storm, that's awesome. Like don't bullshit me and say that you're really invested and in to see what happens next week. Like stop bullshitting me. Stop bullshitting yourself. <laughs> Honest to God, man. But this is again. This is this was uh, Soraya's uh, her big heel turn. Just happened in the snap of a finger, and then we got to yeah. promote. We got to promote all of these rampage matches that not even five hundred thousand people even watch. But we we've got to do that. But we can't let a segment breathe for more than a minute. Yeah. Um, like Brian, I'll get to your thoughts in a second. I want to just get to this main event and just be. Yeah, honest. sure. Um, this is Darby Allen versus Kushida. Yes, Kushida. I don't know if people remember NXT from WWE. Um, yeah, Kushida, um, is in and or in AEW. Guys, I'm so baffled by the show. I'm stuttering by the minute. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Darby Allen versus Kushida for the TNT title again. Former WWE 
talent, um, which was again interesting. Again, you know, I'm, I guess you, you knew what was coming, Brian. Say it with me. Say it with me. A banger. banger. Yeah, there yep, it is. totally. You knew what was coming, man. Uh, in your main event, uh, match time was 15 minutes. Uh, Darby was selling his selling a shoulder injury, which at times was pretty cool. I like the selling aspect of it. Yeah. At the end of the day, Darby Allen wins via the awe-inspiring roll-up finish. See, no, I don't think it was a roll. It was some move I'd never seen before. It was, it was pretty much. It was pretty much a roll-up. I me, mean, whenever you see a roll-up, like a type of, I, I understand what you're saying, Brian. It was it was different, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's a roll-up. It, it's. it's <laughs> Fair like, enough. We throw everything in the kitchen sink at one another, but it's the roll up that we can't <laughs> It'll get, get you out. every time, man. Our shoulder. We can't get our shoulder just a centimeter off the mat. Just a centimeter. That's yeah. It. That's it, Brian. I just, know. Just a centimeter off. I mean, you know, you've got, gotten up through tables and chairs and you, you can't ladders. Even can't can't even do it. Can't, can't well. even do it. It's the roll up. <laughs> I can't. You, ever, you guys ever watch? Uh, What's that Christmas movie called? Uh, I think it's called Christmas. Uh, a Christmas uh, story. Christmas story, right? The little kids on the ground. He's like, he got, he gets knocked over in a pile of snow. He's like, oh, oh yeah, I can't yeah. get up. I can't get up. God, yeah, me, I can't get up. I can't, I can't get up. That's that's Kushida. That's everybody that gets rolled up in a fit. Yeah, there's times in a roll up finish where it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You see it once in a blue moon. You know, there's one, but we see it. All the freaking time we throw it. It's not the Canadian, it's not the 10,000 Canadian destroyers, right? It's, it's not the suplexes off the top rope. It's the roll up. Yep. Roll up. It's like, oh man, you, you got me with the roll up, man. Because man, like, you know, I mean that, that Canadian destroyer didn't do it for me, but that roll up, man, I just, I I couldn't get my shoulder just a centimeter off the mat. No. Sting was out there as well. He -hmm. celebrates with Darby after the match. Oh, yeah. and they they gain mutual respect. They they shake each other's hands because it's 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 uh you know it's competition, James. Mm-hmm. It's, it's competition. It's not like it's predetermined. You know, they they, they show mutual respect in the ring. <laughs> you know, just a great match, great great competition, great banger of a match. Just two great wrestlers. You know, doing what they love. You know, <laughs> the complete opposite of a cliffhanger of a cliffhanger. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you know, just a a fitting way. For this show to end with just a great match, right? People throwing every chant that you can possibly name. Yeah. That leads you that leads to nothing and gets you not even an ounce of excitement for next week's show. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, for this sure. This page of notes, this shit, absolute <laughs> fucking trash. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty right. underwhelming show. Um so let me go back to the to the Storm and uh, Nightingale match. So, yeah, again with the the heel turn. Listen, I like if that's what they're doing. I like Soraya and and Storm turning heel, but yeah, the way they did it, it was just totally what it'll just no no thought, no build, no nothing. It was just like you said, just in a snap of a finger for whatever reason. Soraya comes in and attacks Nightingale after the match. Um, and there's your heel turn. Um, so I, I do like the fact I, I do want to see Soraya and Storm as heels. Um, that that intrigues me, but just the way it was booked was shit. I mean, yeah, it was total. That was crap. 
Um, and I don't know, you know, I wonder if, if down the road, I, I, I kind of see this coming too, where Soraya and, and storm will be the heels. And at some point I expect uh Baker and hater to turn face. I don't know how that'll happen, whatever, but I, I can kind of see that coming that I, I think that's where that's going. But again, the heel turn, how they did it, it was just, that was garbage and lazy and whatever. So that's what that is. <laughs> And the yeah the Darby Allen match yeah not not invested I mean it was like you said he did a good job selling the shoulder injury and you know he's always gonna you're gonna see him do some wild shit for you know and pretty much every match but yeah no cliffhanger no I'm not invested I'm not intrigued to see where okay so who's he fighting next week or where is this going or. I will say with Darby Allen, again, this is just a fantasy booking thing. Uh, you know, I don't know if people have been reading it on the internet, but I'm pretty certain that uh, Sting will be retiring this year. So I, I think they're going to go with some, you know, a retirement match between him and, and Allen, probably. But what I would rather see is, you know, we never got the Sting and Undertaker Obviously, like Sting and Bray Wyatt never really crossed paths. But if it was the House of Black and Sting and Darby still together somehow, but that's, you know what I'm saying? I would rather, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with Darby. And that makes sense that, you know, he's going to turn on Sting at some point. You can write that. But anyway, I'm just getting off on a on a fantasy book and tangent. <laughs> because, or Sting turns on Darby. Or Sting turns on Darby. Yeah. Um but yeah, like you you know, we mentioned, you know, over the past couple of weeks, there's so many talents here that are underutilized or not utilized at all. And it's just like, what the hell, man? Where where are these guys? Why are they not on? Is it a contract thing? Is it an injury thing? Is it just a really, really shitty booking thing? Like, what is it? I don't know. But yeah, this, like I said, overall, not wasn't impressed with this show. The best part of the show was the minute and a half MGF was on the screen. And then we'll see what we got uh, next next Dynamite, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, and listen, Brian, because I, I, I do feel for you, man, because like I said, I know that you're an AEW fan. You yeah. And like, I don't. Yeah, you for know, sure. And, and that's and that's where I'm coming from, man, because like I'm, I'm not just speaking for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I get pissed. Right. Because it's it's genuine anger. Like I'm genuinely pissed at this freaking company because they're not doing a single thing to help themselves let alone help their freaking fan base yeah and that's just what's so frustrating to me because you know brian we talk about i've said this for you know for a while now about their ratings and how Mm -hmm. and i talked about them not being able to hit that one million mark well the fact that brian that i can only write about a page of notes in this show says all says says it all it really yeah. does because there's nothing to talk about in the show. So why should a casual fan, right? Yeah, casual fan tuning in, tune into the show is not turning tune in next week. Like what? After and, seeing and people, that, and you know, and Tony Khan is is wondering to himself, you know, even last week's show, why did I not crack a million in in the ratings? Why did I not crack maybe eight hundred seven? I, I would not be shocked, Brian if the ratings of this show was probably below 900,000 
or in that. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, yeah, it, but again, but we're we're just gonna praise the great matches, right? <laughs> but we don't understand that this is doing absolutely nothing but hurting the business, hurting, hurting. Yeah. And like I said, man, the fact that I'm writing only a page of notes in the show mm-hmm. says it all. And that's yeah, just what's so frustrating. Like, this is by far whether it's been a, a Raw, a SmackDown, or a Ram or a, a Dynamite. This is by far the least amount of notes I've taken, you know, over any show because there just was nothing there. Mm-hmm. And and I want people once again to understand we're coming from a place where, and I mean the fa- the fact that Brian is sitting here telling me, who is a big AEW fan, that this <laughs> show is lackluster. Also oh, yeah. says it all, right? Like Tony Khan, you got you you've got to snap out of it, dude. You you put your freaking or somebody does, you know, away. yeah. Put like get a creative team. I don't know if he's still booking these shows on his own. I don't know right. what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know who is and who isn't. Snap but... the hell out of it, because yeah. if he continues to do this, AEW. Is just gonna their stock is just gonna get lower and lower mm-hmm. and freaking lower. Yeah. And they have nothing, and all they're gonna have left is their niche audience. That's yeah. all they have. And again, guys, go watch on there's tons of videos on Twitter how they're <clears> literally <throat> they're performing in a small venue arena in Fresno, California, and literally half of the arena is empty. Legit hmm. half empty. Yeah, and yeah. I haven't seen why. that, but because yeah, nobody is invested in any character. Nobody is invested in a storyline. All we're getting is great matches. And let's just continue to kiss his ass, continue to praise freaking great matches, and not hold anybody accountable. I said this last week, and I went on a tremendous rant about that last <laughs> week. Holding, We have to hold people freaking accountable in this freaking company. Not just AEW, guys. I know... I give AEW mostly a hard time, but it's with WWE too, man. Trust me. If WWE does any type of shit like this, I will have the same amount of energy for WWE. And mm-hmm. yeah, man, it, it's just, it's so disappointing. And the fact that, you know, we go through this whole thing about Jay Briscoe, right? And I talk about Jay Briscoe for a reason about him not being a carbon copy because that's what wrestlers are today. That is what people like Action and Dreddy are. That's what people are AR Fox, like Top Flight. They're just carbon copies of one another that are just great wrestlers, and that's it. Yeah. You, know, you have people like the Briscoes who stood out and were storytellers. I, I say larger than life because again, they again they weren't really known by a lot of casual people, but just were you know, legends in the story. It's storytelling. It's, you know, everything that makes a professional wrestling, a professional wrestler. Great. The Briscoes have it. You Mm -hmm. don't have that guys in AR Fox action and ready top flight bandito or whatever great wrestler you want to throw at me. So again, you may love these matches. You say that, but then you know who you do have it in Malachi black. Uh, exactly, uh, and guys, um, you could put Malachi Black in a banger of a match, and you know what he's also going to do? He's also going to give you a captivating storyline, unless mm-hmm. you know Tony Khan can actually provide that for him because he's <laughs> right. the one booking these freaking shows. He's the head of creative, which is you know, again, he doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt. But again, 
you have guys like Miro. These guys can put also put on great matches. Yeah. So what's yeah. the difference? That's yeah, I can't. And, and you know, you've you've heard the 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 narrative, and I think to some degree it's true that you know AEW, they're the wrestlers, the talent have more freedom to you know develop characters and storylines and whatever. And then it just leaves me with like, oh, what the fuck, man? Like, well, why is again? Because I have no doubt that that um, and why can't I think of the, anyway? Alistair Black and and Eddie who's Kingston. His, no, not Kingston, but uh, his partner, um, Buddy. Oh, Brody, Brody King. Matthews, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, Brody and, King. And Brody King. Yeah. But uh, like I have no doubt that, and and Malachi or Alistair has already proven that he's a you know he can captivate you. He can tell a story. Why either these guys really aren't be get, given the opportunity, you know, and it's not that you know free as as we may think, or it's just bad really horrible booking by i don't know who a combination of people or if it's just tony khan and if it's here's what i i would say maybe maybe it's a mistake like if if the young bucks and omega are also booker like i don't i don't think it's a good idea for current talent to also be bookers because it's never it's always going to divide a locker room because either you know, like you said, like this week with the Bucks losing to Top Flight. So if they're booking, okay, are you you booking just to show, hey, I'm not trying to always just get myself over, and that way I'm putting over Top Flight, which makes no sense, or what? Or I'm just booking myself to always get myself over, and you're always going to run into that. So I don't know in AEW if you know a handful of wrestlers really have their hands in on the booking or if it's all tony khan or whatever but man something's got to change Absolutely. and you know who i haven't seen and, and and i don't know you know it could be health issues or i don't even know if he's he's still contracted under them but jake roberts man you think he couldn't be an awesome booker like i no doubt he could write a show or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe he, he... better than the shit that I watched last night. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, but anyway, I'm just spitballing there. I don't know where he's been, but I, I feel like there's, there's so many wrestlers. there, so much potential. And really the past couple months, it's largely been shit. Absolutely, man. And I'm going to close out with this and then we're going to, we're going to sign off here in a second. Um, look, man, you, you guys can call us all the names you want. You guys can, say whatever you you think about us but again guys we're coming from an honest non-biased type of point of view because we want to see this come we want to we want to be invested with everybody we want yeah. to see every we want to be invested with every we want to literally go watch an aw show and well oh my god it's darby allen like oh my god it's uh you know it's miro oh my god it's eddie kingston or you know it's like oh my god it's sting and malachi black like you know, in this crazy segment backstage, like mm -hmm. we want to get excited about this, but guys, Tony Khan has been doing the bare minimum to get anybody invested because that's what it's about with professional wrestling. Yeah. And as a whole, it's investment. It's being invested in storylines, invested in characters and nothing outside of maybe MJF. There's nothing. Yeah. And people want to know why people are upset. You know, people want to know why fans are not even attending the arenas. And it's a Tony Khan. And if he continues this, man, his grave is going to be digging lower and lower mm -hmm. and lower. And by the time, 
you know, there's might come a point where his niche audience, he may lose his niche audience in the yeah. process, and he has nobody to blame but himself yeah. until he figures it out. Guys, man, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I really do, man. Uh, thank you guys for all the love and support that you guys have given us. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, man. Brian, it's good to have you back, my man. Uh, good um, to be back. Yeah, man. This was, again, guys, episode number eight, uh, AEW Dynamite, uh, January 18th, 2023. Tune uh, in for Saturday when we cover Friday Night SmackDown. Or Sunday, possibly. Or Sunday, possibly. We will let you guys know. Um, obviously, you know, co- of course, with our work schedules, um, you know, both uh, both of us working weekends and stuff like that, um, we will let you guys know. Uh, we will do the best we can to get it out to you guys uh, Saturday. If not, it'll most likely be Sunday or in any other cases. Because um, like I said, guys, we got a whole lot of stuff coming up. We got the Rumble coming up this week. We got the road to WrestleMania, um, you know, Lots to talk about, lots to yeah. discuss for this week. So, um, yeah, man. So, hope you guys are excited. I know we are, um, you know, giving out uh, this content to you guys. And yeah, man, it's gonna be like I said at the top of the show. It's either gonna be a nice, smooth sailing ride, or it's gonna uh, <laughs> gonna be a bumpy, uncomfortable one, man. So, make sure you guys tune in again either Saturday or Sunday. We'll make the announcement of when that episode uh, is released. Um, again, we'll cover Friday Night SmackDown as well, giving us our third. <clears throat> top five um wrestlers of the week we will give out that list yes in, uh, episode number nine man but thank you guys so much for tuning in um uh, i am signing off or we are signing off my name is james porcelli i'm brian thomas and again we're signing off saying salute peace out and take care everybody peace out <laughs>